0: well uh my might be my, my what f- how many years of hosting 45? Forty-five. 45. 45. Now, hosting for forty five years is the first time i've I've only hosted a half a group <laughs> just players <laughs> players impress and, and uh anyway it, it's a little different obviously uh, we uh prepared the same way the golf course is uh the golf course is good uh Uh, the guy, most of the guys probably played here last week. Uh, the golf course will be a little different this week. Greens will be a couple feet faster. Uh, rough will be a week, a week older and deeper, (laughs) deeper in debt, as they say. And, uh, greens should be firmer unless we get too much rain. Uh, but, uh, you know, outside of that, it's, uh, I know that the tour did a pretty darn good job from what I could see going around yesterday that, uh, uh, they tried to spread the difference as much as they could and try to use some some different tees so they didn't have the same landing area all the time and the things that we'll have in the memorial tournament. So um, we're looking forward to it. I mean we're del- we're delighted to be just playing the golf tournament. It's uh you know, we uh, uh, didn't have live sports there for a long time. Now we got live golf and we've had it for what have you had it now about five, six straight weeks?
1: Yes, sir. It certainly is a little bit different and um uh, it, it's going to be different this year for you, just without the spectators and fans at this event. Just can you just address that a little bit and how difficult of a decision that was for your your team?
0: Well, we didn't make it; you made it. You know, the tour made the, the tour made the decision. We didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, we were uh, we were approved by the state. Uh, uh, Governor Dewine actually liked our our proposal. He thought that we we had really set out every safety issue that we could. And that uh, uh, we we're going to give it a shot. And uh, uh, you know, I think it's not so much. I don't. Think, I don't want to put put it on the tours back. Uh, but I. But it. It's really. Uh, I think you really have to look back to the players. And and the players have had objections. I mean, they. They to, if they happen to uh, contract uh, COVID-19. They've got uh, two to three weeks mandatory that they have to leave. And, you know, they're trying to make a living and that makes it very difficult for them. So uh, in this particular time and what's going on, uh, I don't blame them for uh, wanting to make sure that they can stay safe and stay in a bit of a bubble and um, make sure that uh, uh, the whole world uh, uh, gets to watch good quality championship golf. Hey,
1: Jeff. Hey, Rob. Hey, how much energy did you get? I can't hear you.
0: hear
1: me now? Yeah. How much energy did you gain from having galleries? Did they
0: help you? Um, different guys, different answers here. Just curious. Oh, your on that. I enjoyed playing in front of people. I, I think that, uh, you know, I played in front of people since I was probably 11, 12 years old. And uh, uh, 11 were galleries weren't very big, 12 got a little bit bigger, 13. We actually had followings. Uh, and then it just continued. So I got used to it. Uh, I played high school golf where we didn't have anybody following. Uh, played uh, some college golf where we didn't have anybody following. Uh, we played uh, um, once we uh, once we start playing significant amateur tournaments. We always had people. So I grew up with it. Uh, so I, but I did play some without it. So it really didn't make a whole lot of difference to me. Uh, I think it would be as evidence that Oakmont, when I played against Arnold in 62, uh, I didn't hear anything that was going on. You know, I always had my mind so focused on what I was trying to do that uh, uh, I didn't really ever hear, hear the gallery. And uh, uh, so I, I was really more interested in, uh, in, in what I was doing, my game, concentration, playing the golf course, and shooting a score. Uh, that's what I was out there for. Uh, did I enjoy having people out there and and, and, and uh, uh, applauding and admiring what you're doing and congratulating you? Absolutely. Everybody's got an ego towards that. But uh, uh, did it make any difference to my game? Not really.
1: Can you imagine the 86 Masters, though, without... Uh Having those fans there on the back nine for you. Well, the fans were great.
0: Everything. The fans were great, but I was, you know, I don't even know how much. I mean, I, I mean, I got a nice, nice, nice ovation, nice applause, and everything else. But you know, I was really into trying to play golf, and uh, the people are uh, the people were fantastic. There's no question about that. As they were at 80 at Baldus Roll, they were fantastic. 78 at uh, uh, at St Andrews. I mean, you've had a few times in your ha- your life when the galleries just are unbelievable, and they were unbelievable at all those those three tournaments particularly, and and, and, and quite a few others. But but the uh, uh, you know it, it's still a game to the player, and maybe some players uh, handle it differently. Uh, you know, I, I, a lot of times would walk up and about the when I get a little bit nervous coming down the stretch. 15, 16 total, I'd just stop and look around at me and look at the excitement that was going on. There I did play to a gallery because there I, I would turn around and say, gosh, look at this. This is what I'm here for. This is what I played for. This is what I got myself in this position to do. Uh, I'd look around and I'd sort of feed off of that and say, okay, now, this is this is why I'm here. This is what I'm trying to do. Have fun. Go enjoy it. Go, go win this thing. You know, that was sort of... Get me pumped up, but it was actually, it was looking and feeding off a gallery at that particular time. So yeah, I, so I suppose I use them at times for that kind of, kind of a situation. Uh, I mean, I just looked at a picture uh, just before I came over here. I think it was uh, last year uh, on the 18th hole and the sea of people. I mean, just every inch of it, the 18th hole covered with people. And I'm sitting there and say, wow, You know, it's uh, you just don't realize it when you don't see it. How many people really actually came out and watched?
1: And for this tournament, uh, did you get the sense that you you were going to have fans, then no fans, Mm -hmm. that some players maybe would have been hesitant to play the memorial if fans had been here? Were you hearing that just because of the safety on their own part
0: or not? Well, I think I think it was the players' choice and the tour's choice. uh, At this point to say we would prefer not to have fans. And because of the, the issue that they had, if one of them got sick, then not only were they uh, exposed their caddy, they'd exposed the players they've played with, uh, uh, they'd have to go sit for two or three weeks, and you know, the tour shortened already, and so it made it hard, harder for them to make a living. And uh, uh, I understand that, and I think that uh, I think the tour Probably made the right decision as it relates to the Memorial Tournament. Maybe we are a little too early uh, for the galleries, and we didn't have a problem with it. Uh, it's you know because we, we would have loved to had uh, you know my goal of putting on the golf tournament is to bring major go- ter- major championship type golf championship type golf back to Columbus, Ohio, where I grew up. That's why we this whole event is being played. It's not being played for the players being played for, for central Ohio. And so uh, it's, uh, but I understand it. I, and and, I, and I, I, I actually, I think it was the right decision. And uh, so when, 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 you, when you're not really, uh, I mean, even even the governor was, was, was liked our plan and, and went along with it and was gonna allow us to have, start to have gallery and open, open up to spectator sports. So, you know, I, I applaud the governor and I thank him very much for his great efforts. Uh, to try to help us and uh, uh, the work that we went in by Dan Sullivan and his team here and all the things that they put together to, to set up a plan uh, that would work and, and pass by the state of Ohio. Uh, but in the end, the players, you know, the, the, you, you can't have a dance without the dancing girls. And so uh, uh, you you just, uh, they, uh, uh, and, and, and I can understand where some might be very hesitant, so I think I think we're probably doing the right thing right now, and uh, we're we're going to have a good tournament uh, either way. Thanks, Jack. Okay, Rob.
1: All right, thanks, Rob. Next question, Mark Canazaro with the New York Post. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, Jack. Thanks for doing this as always. Uh, two questions, uh, unrelated. One is uh, we spoke to Tiger a little bit earlier today, and and uh, he pronounced himself more healthy than he's been in months during the period of time he's been off. He hasn't played in five months. I'm just kind of curious, with your experience, um, how difficult that is to come off that layoff, and maybe what you might expect after five months of no competitive play, you know, from him. This well, week.
0: I don't know. Yeah, you know, I've seen Tiger play very well after long layoffs. <laughs> I used to. Uh, I used to lay off. Early in my career, I'd stop playing in September, and I didn't start playing again until January. And so I'd, I'd play nothing in between. And quite often I'd go and start out, and I'd, a lot of times the Crosby was my first tournament. And I won that several times. I won three times, I think. And uh, so I won right immediately coming out of, out, of, out of a winter of not playing golf. So you never know what to expect. Uh, I don't think Tiger will be uh, as sharp or as ready as he normally is. But Tiger's Tiger. You know, he's a pretty darn good player, and uh, my guess is he's played quite a bit of golf at home, and he doesn't wanna come here and uh, not play well and not uh, do his best. So he's gonna give it, uh, he's gonna give it his best.
1: And just unrelated, I'm curious, you know, Bryson DeChambeau obviously been kind of all the rage the last few, uh, probably month month and change with the tournament pack. What's your impression as as to what he has done to his body with the working out, the distance he's taken? I mean, I know you've talked about Paul a lot uh, over the years, but just, you know, is there a a concern? Or maybe that concern's not the right word, but uh, just what's your impression? Do you have a fascination by kind of where he's taken this so far? Well,
0: I personally have not seen him in person. I've seen him on television, and he's a much bigger man. But he was tall to start with. Uh, but he's carrying if he's carrying 250 pounds that's a lot of weight uh, for Bryson uh, but Bryson he, he doesn't look heavy he just looks big and uh, the, the the places that he has been hitting a golf ball and and he's not you know Bryson's golf swing is not a a fluid golf swing that that, that really whips the club into the ball Bryson's golf swing is pretty much pretty uh, Firm going back and firm coming through with a lot of uh, a lot of body rotation, and uh, uh, it's a little different than a lot of guys. And can you believe the power he's getting from that? I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So you know, I'm I, I for one, I wanna I wanna watch a little bit and watch watch him play a little bit. I would like to see what he does and how he how he's actually doing that because he's uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's obviously doing the. He's doing something right. The ball's going a long way, and he's playing well with it.
1: And he, this is really the first big ballpark he's going to face, so to speak, comparatively. I mean, obviously Colonial and and Hilton had a pretty tight mm. travelers similar at, the, at River Highlands. There, this is the first place that you know maybe he takes advantage a little bit more of that if he still gets he's still going to get straight I'm curious. Well, you, to you see how that unfolds.
0: This golf course, you could only go so far off the tee before you start getting in trouble. Mm. Uh, I give you a fairly uh, generous area to hit it into if you're going to hit it 250, 60, 270. But if you beyond that point, I may I try to make you hit the ball pretty straight. So it's uh, uh, you know it's going to be a combination. There's going to be some holes. I mean 13, 13 goes over the brink of a hill, and uh, the bunker is that's three a little over 300 yards, but it's downhill, downwind. So he'd probably not have any problem carrying that. Most of the guys carried it last week when they were here. So... Uh, 13
1: uh, and 7, 17 do probably
0: be uh, 17's, 17's a little longer. Well, that's not that much longer. 17's probably 320, 2025, 322. Something like to carry the buggers. Yeah, he could probably take him over those if he's carrying the ball far. But, he's good, but they're both downhill downwind and uh, mm-hmm. under normal conditions. Uh, wind turns the other way. I don't even think Bryson's going to be hitting it over those. Thanks, Jack. Sure.
1: All right, thanks, Mark. Next question will be from Rex Hoggett with Golf Channel. Go ahead, Rex. Jack, did you have a chance to watch any of the action last weekend? And I'm just curious what your thoughts are on how they played 14, specifically on Sunday. Was it shorter? And would you ever consider doing that for the Memorial?
0: Uh, I did not see uh, virtually – I didn't see much of the golf tournament. Never saw him play 14. Uh, I know they played it up three of the four days. Uh, they've asked me uh, if we could play it up one day this week, and I said, sure. I have no problem having that being a drivable par, par four if that's part of the what you want to do in the round. Uh, it's okay with me. Uh, the, uh, the hole is uh, probably my favorite hole on the golf course for, because of how you really have to play it. I've actually made three twos on the hole. So... You know, I've had a little bit of success, but I made uh, made one, two from the fairway, and two from driving the ball up off off the side of the green. So, you know, that not in, not not in the tournament, but uh, I have done that. Uh, I don't know. I think 14 is uh, uh, it's, it's it's a little it's, it's a little different in the, in the distance these guys hit it. They've been hitting it at the green from the back tee. So, you know, I don't know. What, you got a two-part question, I think. What was you? Oh, how, how much have I seen? Oh, and I, and I think all oh, the guys that played last week. You know, I sort of I did. I had a little bit of an oops last week myself. We were getting, we're getting up here. We're good. We 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 scheduled our flight to get up here because I wanted to see uh, to congratulate the winner in the locker room at six o'clock. And of course, then they moved up the tee times, and that didn't work out. So we're getting on the airplane at two o'clock, which is when we were coming up here. And just as we're getting ready to take off, they're in the first hole of the playoff, and Justin Thomas holds that big long putt. Well, I saw the putt. I didn't. We didn't see Mark Howes putt. So I, Barbara, and I both text Justin, and said to him, "Wow, what a fantastic putt! Unbelievable, fantastic, super putt! Can't believe that you made that putt. Uh, You know, now you got a chance to win two in a row." And then we got up in the air. And we picked up Wi-Fi after 10,000 10, feet, and we found out Mark won the tournament, and so I had to send him another text. Said, "Oops, <laughs> a little premature," and uh, but he he was good about it. He texts back and he said uh, he said all's good. He said it was it's okay, and he was, he, he was good about it. And uh, Mark what a what a pretty golf swing he's got, uh, and and you know his obviously to hold that putt behind Thomas was something pretty special. But I didn't see a lot of it. Thank you, Jack.
1: Sure. All right. Thanks, Rex. Next question will be from Ryan Lebna with Gulf Channel. Go ahead, Ryan. Jack, just to follow up on that, how would you? Uh, what would your advice be to, to JT to, to get over something like that?
0: He won't have any problem getting over it. He's uh, uh, he's got his he's got his uh, head screwed on properly and his feet on the ground and. He knows what uh, he knows that, that you get beat sometimes, even when you play well and do the right things, or even when you make a mistake. And he knew he had the chance on the second playoff hole. What do you have about a eight footer? He missed something like that, and uh, uh, so you know he uh, he understands that. And sometimes uh, sometimes you give your best effort and you just get beat, and that's, that's about what that's what it looked like. It happened. So uh, I don't think I think I think JT will be right there again this week.
1: Jack, just following up on the fans question: Do you think not having fans at majors this year will or would affect the competition in terms of the pressure and who can win?
0: I don't know. I, have all the majors uh, declared no fans? I don't know. Not yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I hadn't heard that. But uh, uh, will it make a difference? I think it always makes a little bit of difference. I don't. I, it depends on it depends on the individual. Some people do feed off of people. You know, some golfers do. Uh, and I said earlier, I said, I, I never, I, I, it was part of me. Uh, I was so used to it. I never really f- fed that much off of it. But sometimes you get, uh, you, you get a gallery that, that sort of pushes you on it. Uh, like at Masters at 86 or Baldus Rawl at 80 or St. Andrews at 78. For me, the gallery was part of that for me. Uh, but, but still, I was working so hard on trying to, uh, uh You know, do what I had to do. That in concentrating on my golf game, that you know, that's where my focus was. It was not on the people. And I think, you know, but I, but I think, uh, I think fans do make a difference. And but uh, you know, we played a lot of college golf and amateur golf, where uh, we had some exciting matches and exciting tournaments without anybody watching.
1: Thanks, Jay. Sure. Okay, thanks, Ron. Next question will come from Steve D'Amiglio with USA Today. Go ahead, Steve.
2: Jack, a lot of the players have told me one of their favorite memories was shaking your hand after they won the tournament. But in this day and age, have you given any thought to what you might do instead of this handshake?
0: I'm going to shake your hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk right out there and shake your hand. If they don't want to shake my hand, that's fine. I'll give them a fist bump or an elbow bump, but, uh, you know... Uh, you know, I'm not going to give them uh, COVID-19, and uh, so you know, that's uh, uh, I would I wouldn't put anybody in that position, and so I I, I'm not, I wouldn't do that. And if I was in any danger of doing that, I wouldn't shake their hand.
1: Thanks, Jack.
0: Sure. And incidentally, I like shaking their hand too. I think that uh, that's a great tradition, but it's also it was as much fun for me as it I hope it is for them.
2: It's likely that the world's greatest links golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present, from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices. Paint and music at a cozy pub, but most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit ireland.com to get started.
1: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone
2: At Footjoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all new Tour X, the all around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at Footjoy.com. Tour continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on footjoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoefinder, visit Fuchoy.com shoefinder today. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing. No mass production and no shortcuts. Visit BenhoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Stream Song, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary.